Number six. Uh, we're episode six now, Chris. Number six. Number six. It's been a month. We've done a month worth of podcasting. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bear in mind it's February. Okay, fair enough. But, but Merry Christmas <laughs> to you, though, as well. Like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're like a month deep. Um, it's feeling good. Yes. People saying we're getting in the groove. Yes. So, yeah, man. Yeah, we have, man. We, have much to, we have much to improve on, but this is the Breaking Atoms podcast. I'm Summit, and today I think my AKA will be Don't Scare Me Like That, Conalizer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Chris Mitchell. The other half of the Breaking Atoms crew, and my AKA today is the Conqueror of Wakanda. <laughs> That's who I am. I'm uh, feeling myself today. Yes, how are you feeling? I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good, man. It's it's nice to do the podcast in my regular attire. In your attire, okay. yeah. No work clothes, you know. I got my my trainers on, wriggling my toes in in the <laughs> shoe. You know, it feels good, man. It feels good. good. You're gonna like throw your shoes off and no. When I record in the suit, I take my shoes off. Oh standard. really? Yes. Comfortability. Yeah. Standard. Okay, fine, Might have fine. the shorts and the sliders on sometimes, but you know. All right. So you're you're not like. Um, Black Panther, when he gets newly crowned king and he's walking around with his uh, sandals. Oh, that's how I walk around in the house. <laughs> Open top sandals. Listen, listen, listen. Those sandals are about to sell again. You don't, don't mock it. Don't mock it. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about Black Panther. Yes, sir. Wakanda forever. Wakanda. You have seen it. I have seen it. Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. And uh, I'm going to see it again. And yes, same. And initial thoughts. Let's go with initial thoughts before we get into themes, topics. Uh, what were your initial thoughts, Chris? So my initial thoughts, um, I was really excited about the film. No, I don't want to say I was. I still am very excited about the film. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Um, my brother was a big comic book head. So when I was growing up, he had all these different comic books. Uh, he probably he was probably on Black Panther early. But yeah, in terms of the film, I loved the cinematography. Um, it was very bright, bold vibrant um my initial thoughts were i thought michael jordan michael b jordan before people get confused um and chad boswick i thought they were excellent um sterling brown was excellent um and some of the females um who played some really great characters i just i just felt every i felt like everybody played their role really well there's a guy who i saw for the first time winston duke Mm -hmm. who played mbaku mbaku he was awesome his comedic timing was so on point um, overall, I think the film's what two hours. Yeah, two hours. It didn't minutes. feel. It didn't feel like two hours. No. Um, it, we're gonna get into some themes in a bit, but I just, it just made me, made me sad. Why? In some ways, because um, I got to see what a world without white supremacy looked like for the first time. <laughs> and, I think um, a lot of people may have yeah, seen that for the first time. And then when I left the cinema, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Back to the real world. Back to reality. Um, but no, I think it was a great film. Overall, it's a very important film. Um, and I would recommend that everybody goes and sees it. I was sceptical about the length. A lot of these Marvel movies sometimes tend to be quite long. I was sceptical about it. But actually, the pace of the movie, the action scenes, the humour, really, I, I didn't feel the two hours. Right. Right. I thought it was great. I thought they, like you said, they captured the world very well. Very strong characters, um, both male and female. Um, I really liked the, 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 the comedy. Mm. Right. So, you know... They got Martin Freeman in there. They got Andy Serkis. I'm Lord of the Rings fan. I'm all for that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm all for yeah, that. I, I, I'm not a Lord of the Rings guy. My man, my man Jameson, who we both know, he tricked me into seeing Lord of the Rings twice. No way. Yeah, man. I saw it back in the day. I'm like, this film is trash. So nah, I, just, but I, like, I was playing Snake on my Nokia. But like, if you see some of the fight scenes, a lot of that is also inspired from that. That was the Lord of the Rings was groundbreaking for the fight scenes. Okay. So okay. if you look at the way they do the cinematography nowadays, a lot of that is birthed from, you know, the two towers, the fellowship, mm-hmm. the return of the king, the way they they use CGI, the way they use technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And technology in Wakanda obviously is is excelling beyond everything, but I think they captured the world very well. Mm-hmm. Uh I got I don't want to say this. Should I say it or should I not say it? Say how you say how you feel, bro. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. I got emotional watching it. Did you cry? No, but the hairs on the back of my... No, I don't want to cry. I'm crying. I'm a man, innit? We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a strong, silent type. No, um, I, it made me emotional because it just... Like you said, you, you witnessed a world, not just without you know, white supremacy, but I witnessed a world of going, what if? 
and I see these strong characters fighting for something. There's a moral compass, which I love about some of these movies, a moral compass that some of us don't abide by. And it made me sad, but also made me happy at the same time. Mm. Right. Mm. And so there were times, especially towards the end, I felt very, just very emotional. And I, I was almost like a kid rooting for Black Panther to reclaim his throne. Right. Wow. And in the fight scenes, I, you know, I know what's going to happen. I'm not, I've seen enough movies to go, okay, I know what's going to happen in the end. And I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. But even then, I'm so engrossed in it. It's like wrestling. Mm. Right? It's like wrestling. Part of me knows, like, okay, some of it is rehearsed and staged and whatever. But I'm still engrossed in it. Yeah, because it, it evokes real feelings. Right. Even though the action may be staged, it still evokes real feelings. And like, that's you know, you I have thought. some people, I don't know, they go on a dating site or a forum and, you know, you may never meet that person, but it doesn't mean that the feelings are any less real right. because you become emotionally attached. Right. So I can't wait to see it again. I was really sceptical about, like, you know, when people hype things up too much, mm-hmm. are they doing it for the fact, you know, not tokenism, but are they doing it just because it's people who are black and they're just hyping up? Or is it actually a really good movie? I did it for part, partly for that. Yeah, that's okay. I did, that's, it, I did it partly for that. And that's okay. We, sometimes we need that. But actually, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and I think, it's, I think it's great because the success of this film, I think, will... It, what, what it's going to do is that we're going to have more of these films. And I don't necessarily mean Black Panther, but I'm talking about... You know, we're going to have films that will tell more of our stories. Um, yeah. So, you know, just this week I read that Michael Jordan and Ryan Coogler, who directed Black yes. Panther, they're going to do a film about Mansa Musa. Wow. Of Mali. He was like the wow. richest man in history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, so, you know, these are the kind of stories I think have a lot of cinematic value. that they, they, they can tell authentic stories, but still make money because at the end of the day, it's a business. You need to make money. And I, th- I think Black Panther is going to show people something that we already knew, that, you know, the ethnic community does have a lot of spending power. And let, spending power means influence. Let me be devil's advocate. Not that I agree with this, but I'm going to throw it in the other direction. What do we say to the people who go, yes, it's Black Panther. Yes, it's Black Empowerment. But you're lying in the pockets of the same people who shut us out in the first place. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen that argument. And I, I've seen people say, oh, well, you know, boy, you know, Disney's getting rich. Right. And I said, man, we made Disney rich a long time ago, first of all. Secondly, you got children? They like Frozen. You made, you made Disney rich a very, very, very long time ago. Also, mm. I would say that the, you know, we want people... We don't have an infrastructure right now to tell um, the story to such, you know, in, in terms of such a grand scale. Yes, yes. Right? So sometimes, you know, you have to... I think the message is more important than the method. Right. Right. So a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's just lying in the pockets of Disney's lying in this person. But it's also lying in the pocket of a lot of people that look like you. Yes. And, and, and the look, actors and actresses and people on the set. Yeah. And look like me. And then, you know, we hope as time goes by that, you know, these people will then start opening up their own, um, you know, cinemas and production companies. You know, it, it has to it has to start from somewhere. It's a cosign. Right. It's a cosign. That's like Ryan Coogler is really young. He's 31. Yeah, he's really young. Yeah. He's younger than me. You know, you've got people telling me, oh, you know, you're lying in the pockets of Disney. But I say you're lying in the pocket of Arsenal when you go every week. Yes. You're lying point. in the pocket of Apple every time you text me from your iPhone. And, you know, Char- and Charles Slay yeah, built got, those phones. You've yeah. got to relax. Yeah, no, relax. I, I agree. And, and I just want to make that point because I'd seen that. Um, but I agree with you, Ryan Coogler and, and these actors and actresses in this movie, it's important now because now he has a base to to go on from. I would even say maybe he's got a bit of leverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about it now, NWA, that did very well at the mm-hmm. box office. Two yeah. pa- the two-pack film dropped the ball. Yeah, but you know, that. You, it's, think of it not, like a sophomore album. Think of it like a sophomore album. Sometimes it's not as good as the first, right? Let's just look at it in that respect. You're being nice about it. Yeah, I know. I never watched it. I didn't even bother watching it. But let's just be nice about it. Um, and then we've got Get Out, which did incredible that as well. Was, Jordan Peele and that was dope. did great. And now we've got Black Panther, mm-hmm. and, which is good. And we've had movies sprinkled uh, about the black experience, right? So like, I remember growing up watching Cry Freedom. Mm-hmm. With the, is it, I'm sure Denzel did that. Yeah, Denzel did. We had Malcolm X. We, I've never seen Twelve Years a Slave. I haven't really seen it. I haven't seen that either. No, I, I don't. That's it's, another it's, thing. It's on, it's on my list of things to watch. Yeah. Anyway, is that another episode? Yeah, it's another episode. You're gonna black out again? Yeah, I want to black out again. <laughs> but speaking of blacking out, you, I think you mentioned to me that uh, my people's, the Asian community, yeah, felt yeah. empowered enough. I, I, I saw, I was on the East Streets as usual. <laughs> and I, I saw, I heard some rumblings. Rumblings. Yeah, you know, like on the Twitter moments, right. I saw some rumblings about you know people wanting 
uh, or Indian folk or Asian folk wanting their own equivalent of Black, Black Panther. Panther. So I don't know what I don't know what an Asian equivalent of Black Panther would actually look, feel, or sound like. But I, I said to myself, I got to tell I've got to tell Summit this one. Firstly, it'd be probably brown to Tinder. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> did they not hear the last episode? Do they really want me to go off on this one again? I don't understand. Like, again, it goes back to what I said about the Nike advert. Just be celebratory about the fact that this this movie exists, right? Black I, Panther I, I, exists. I, I had a joke. I had a joke. I mean, I'm not going to No, I don't, because no, then no, you'll no. get in trouble and then... I'm scared of them. No, I, you should be scared of them. I'm scared of them. I'm scared of them. What are you going to do? But no, I think, you know, again, it's that thing of people want to be involved. And they want their own thing. Yeah. We have Bollywood, but a lot of these people probably don't identify. I don't identify, boy. I ain't seen a Bollywood movie. I got, I got the impression that what they want is uh, one of their stories told on such a scale. Yeah. With, with okay. that kind of budget. And that, That's and what that, I get from And it. that will come, um, and but the time is not right now. But I would say, considering how well Black Panther's done now... Yeah. The time is coming very soon. Yeah, it will and come. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. That's I'm fine. Down, it, I'm down it, for it. Every, everything is all about timing, right? So, you know, we've got... Look, look at Stormzy. Mm-hmm. Brit Awards, right? Mm-hmm. Not before too long, mm-hmm. Asians will be like, where's our Stormzy? Right? And that's cool. It's all about timing, right? You cultivate your community. You you celebrate. You, incl- you include other people. You learn from different perspectives, and it will come. But what I find don't be impatient. But what I find interesting though is that you know, based on my my experience, is that the Asian community is very self sufficient, and it's something I really admire and I encourage. Very self sufficient, but then there's times when like, but what about us? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a it's a bit of a weird mix to me. It, I, I think it's this human condition thing of we want to be involved. We should have this also. Mm-hmm. And while you're over there celebrating and how great this is, why aren't we having this? Right, right, right. right. And I don't want to talk about the sportsmen and women who are doing great. I don't want to talk about the the people on TV. Yo, bro, I watched the, watch the MASH report. The MASH report is, is, is done by Nish Kumar, who's a comedian, who happens to be brown, also looks like Mo Salah. But still, right, that's a primetime show. Come on, man. We have a lot to say. I think what you on. need to do before we move on, man, just call a community meeting and just go go chop it up with they, them. They don't know? want to talk to me. Get some paper plates and some plastic forks. Have a powwow <laughs> and just squash the beef, man. Yeah, okay, I know there probably won't be any beef there, but um, now, nah, but look. Anyway, no. regardless, it's all about timing. But let's talk about um, favorite characters. Yes, let's talk about favorite characters in the movie. Okay, so, so you mentioned yours. Uh, my favorite. I rooted for the villain again. Who's um Killmonger? Kill yeah. Killmonger's my guy. Oh, you know, I wasn't He's sure about guy. him when I first saw it. And I was like, Michael B. Jordan, really? I'm still, I'm still mm. seeing him as Wallace. Really? I can't, yeah, I can't shake Wallace. Just because that was my introduction to him. And we still ask him, where's Wallace? I'm gonna... And we didn't find him. <laughs> where's Wallace, Spring? Yeah, w- w- Wallace, Wallace found himself in Wakanda. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I not once did I look at him and go, Wallace. I actually believed him to be Killmonger. But the thing is, you know, because I have such an emotional attachment to the wire in general i still see michael k williams as omar right. i still see idris elba as stringer bell that's just my conditioning. really yeah that's just my condition and these are these are great actors man but because that's just my conditioning because the way I, I i've always looked at um movies and actors and movies is where i might see someone like see chandler right chandler mm-hmm. um matthew perry right i don't he, know him as matthew perry so you know him as chandler he's right? just chandler so he was in the west wing west wing is one of my favorite shows there ever right he was in the west wing for oh, he's chandler man right but when i watched him in the West Wing, I forgot about Chandler because okay. he made me believe that he took he took on that character. But when David Schwimmer right was in um, the the OJ right right right, I still said that's Ross. Really, yeah, that's Ross, man. Well, I thought because he still to me had the same facial right. expressions. That's Ross. The only person that makes me do that out of that Friends crew is Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe. I can't shake her off. Okay, everyone else I can kind of believe in that character. I'm surprised they got hired after Friends, but such yeah. is life. But but Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, I thought. I was sceptical, but I thought he owned the role really well. I wasn't sure about the American accent, but I think it provided a different... It complemented everyone else with the African accents. But the narrative as to why he has the American accent was great. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And also, I've got to say, I think some of the accents were really good. Yeah, no, they were... It didn't sound corny. I think uh, Chad Boswick, who plays T'Challa... T'Challa, I love that name. Supposedly, there's a lot of people in America naming their kids T'Challa. Really? Yeah, which which I think... At first, I was kind of, huh? But then at the same time, you know, when you're talking about people who've had their culture kind of taken from them, history erased, that kind of sense of self-empowerment and stuff, I think it's dope. T'Challa is a great name. He went to, uh, 
I don't know what the actual like elocution class is. Oh yeah. To teach him how to use the accent properly. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah I mean, the actors and actresses they're gonna they're gonna get that. Yeah. yeah. But no, I I thought I thought he it was great. I also and his sister, she Shuri. Yeah, she was great. Shuri. She is she British? <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Okay, I need to do my research. The Tisha Wright. Yeah. Letitia Wright. She has a name straight out of Wakanda, for real. Yeah, <laughs> take, the, take the surname off, but Letitia. Letitia can run. What was the What was the guy at the end? At the end scene, um, Mbaku comes in. Winston he all, Duke. Yeah, when he comes in like uh, NWA. You're about to witness the strength of street knowledge. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I've got a I've got a friend who looks like him. No way. Not, not a friend per se, but someone who I went what, to school what, with. What, what, all black people look the same now. No, you, my friend. It, my friend. His name is Petrie Magnuson. Right. What? Yeah. That's a great name. He was a serious guy. That's a strong Very, ass name. Say that again. Petrie Magnuson. Yo, right? Man, that's a great name. I have to reach out to him because I haven't seen him in years, but he just reminded me of him. Right. It was weird because I'm thinking, that guy looks like Petrie. I got hit up I got hit up some of my school friends and say, look, man, check this guy out. Tell me who he reminds you of. And they'll probably say Petrie Magnuson. Yeah. So what about scenes in the movie? Spoiler alert. So if you don't want to listen to it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. Fast forward. Yeah, yeah. But go on. Fast favorite forward. scenes. My favorite scene. Um I love the intro. Oh yeah, the way they told the story about the different tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jabari uh, tribe. Yeah, that. who 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 went down for no coalition. Yeah. Um, I love the scene. I take. I love the scene with uh, Sterling Brown. Mm. Um, when the uh, original king of Wakanda. Yes, yes, comes yes. to America. Right, right. right and right. they have that face off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that confrontation, and then you know later on in the film we find out what happens. Find out what happens. But my favorite scene in the whole film was the end. Of the end. Killmonger. Yeah, he 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 kind of at that point knew himself and he got humbled. Yeah. He he humbled, but he, I thought, what makes him so good as a villain? And I think with any kind of strong villain, they have to have a very very distinct and strong point of view, right? And I also think the best villains are the ones who are doing bad because they think they're doing the right thing. So his right. vision for Wakanda was like, hold on, we have our brothers and sisters. He's like, hold on. We have our brothers and sisters in all these different countries who are suffering and being oppressed while we're over here thriving. We need to now go and strap them up so they can fight the oppressor. Right. Now, I think his intent was good. Yeah. Maybe the execution was wrong. Right. Right. But it also let me realize that um, he was almost like Darth Vader syndrome. He meant well. He meant about, well. Just went about it the wrong way. Like Darth Vader had good intentions. He just started choking and chopping people up. But and that's the wrong way to go about it. We've had leaders who have also approached things which would be, kind of be perceived the wrong way by society. But the intention was well and good. Uh, one of my favourite scenes, because it just killed the tension, was when um, T'Challa comes back to life. And the Mbaku's, um, like you know, his, his his an audience with Mbaku, and then <laughs> and then and then like everyone everyone's having that heartfelt moment, yeah, like oh, you're yeah, back. yeah, I know, and, you're uh, coming I know, back, I know what you're gonna and, say, and, and, <laughs> and he goes, "You guys done? He goes, are you done yet?" <laughs> That's a really poor African accent, by the way. I don't. No, mean I'm not doing the accent. I'm not doing that. Are you done yet? <laughs> It was hilarious. It was because it just said, I'm not here for all of this hugging and kissing business. Are we gonna go and get these dudes or not? But also it says a lot about us as a society. We're not here for that ish anymore. We don't care about that anymore. We don't want the hugs and kiss. We just wanna get it done. Mm, get busy. Right? We wanna get busy. Because for too long in those movies, in those type of movies, we've had those really emotional, sad, heightened tension moments. Mm-hmm. And we don't care about that anymore. We've mm. passed that. We're so desensitized to the, to that because we had that all our lives. And that's like, all right, cool. You done? Let's get over and done with. Yeah. And I, that's what I thought that so moment you... meant. And then the other one was when, again with Mbaku, when uh, Martin Freeman, um, Everett Ross, I think his name is, the agent. Yeah, that's his name. In the right, film, right, yeah. right. His, he comes in uh, and he starts speaking and they start barking at him. And you must not speak. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I want to do a skit. Like I love, that. I love the... the um... hoo, 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 Love it. I love the bit where he goes, um, I will feed you to my children. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. goes, just kidding. We're vegetarians. <laughs> but my sister, who was who I was watching the film with, she made another point, And this is where we kind of went too deep. Right. She was like, I like that line. I says, why? She goes, well, you know, because black folk, we eat a lot of meat and people think we're savages. So it's kind of like by saying we're vegetarians, it kind of softens wow. that kind of perception. And I was like, yo, you that's saw it? Very, yeah. wow. yeah, that's very, wow. Because that's how she interpreted that scene. There's that stereotype, like black men, chicken, 
They have a movie. Which is true. You know, we throw the bones of our shoulders. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. We like our chicken. It's fine. Yeah. Are you suffering from the KFC from the KFC <laughs> thing right now? No, no, no. Us, you know, it's when people talk about there's a shortage of KFC. I'm like, we'll find chicken. Do you know how stupid that is? No. It was on TV. It was on. It was on. On, like prime time news. With all the stuff going on in this world, you didn't have you didn't have like you know Black Panther smashing no, blockbuster no, records. A, a, you had you had kids crying because it's half term and KFC is closed. Oh no, where will we get our chicken? Go chicken cottage. It was a, no, yeah. don't don't no, go don't no, no, go. No 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 chicken, no no no. Chicken cottage wings are serious, no. bro. I'm vegetarian. I don't. Uh. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But chicken wing, chicken cottage wings are serious. But it was not, it's just a nice humorous break. I like. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you the truth. Amen. Chicken shortages are nothing new to me. I remember my man Colin McCleary came from Ireland, right? Yeah. He was fresh off the boat. Right. So we established and forged a relationship based on our love of chicken. So I said to him, <laughs> I said to him, listen, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. You know, take you out for a night on the town. Right. So I said, let's go to Nando's. Oh, right? Nando's. The good old Nando's. Nando's. So we went to Nando's in St. Paul. I'm calling them by name. Wow. Went to Nando's in St. Paul. We went there. They said they ran out of chicken. No way. Yeah, they ran out of chicken, bro. Wow. So that's why chicken shortages ain't not... It's just because we got the social media era now. Right. All of this stuff is front news. But Nando's ran out of chicken way before. Don't KFC. don't get me started on the landfill stuff. That the environmental issue with chicken. Don't get me started on that because I can go. That's another episode. Oh, you're, you're gonna turn it to past the TD break. No, again? I'm gonna go into the episode because you know, growing up, I've always had the thing. Oh, you're vegetarian. Where would you get your protein from? You don't shut your mouth about where I get my protein from. Anyway, so I'm a hardcore carnivore. I can't relate. Dude, what about how Black Panther gets his powers from grape drink? Yeah, he gets his, yo, they feed, yo. Uh, it look like K.A., right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they feed him, drink, drink this and get the power, yo, reclaim the power. I reckon, I reckon this, I reckon it was Supermote. <laughs> it was Supermote. Do you, don't you think it was a bit of nourishment? Remember the nourishment? No, dude, it was Supermote, nourishment, K.A., Guinness K-A. Punch. Guinness Punch. I reckon and a whole bunch of sugar. <laughs> I reckon Black Panther's going to have heart disease, bro. <laughs> He's got mad hypertension and kidney failure. Serious business. It was like, you're right. He did, he did. You're right. Dino hit us. Actually, you know what? When I think about the colour of that drink, I reckon, I reckon Black Panther was sipping the lean, bro. Yeah, he was <laughs> pouring up. He was pouring up. But where was the styrofoam cup? Yeah, no, no. He had the red cup somewhere. Yeah. He was pouring up. Yeah. He was pouring up, bro. For- Forrest Whitaker was giving him some lean. Dude, that was Without lean. That was cup. lean, bro. That was lean because the, bro. I'm telling you the way the way um, Mbaku put M'Baku. it on him. Yeah, the way Mbaku put it on him. No grape juice would fix you up like that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sure, you know, that was a great fight in the beginning. The yeah. Mbaku, yeah, that was yeah. real. I thought Mbaku was gonna put it on him. I thought he was going to too. But like Mbaku's starting to be as we're doing this podcast, he's starting to become my favorite character. Of the I whole think so. Lot. I think I think Marvel should possibly do a spin-off series. On really? His tribe. On the traditionalists. Yeah, because like Darnell said, yeah, off air, you would think because of the way they kind of proportion, you know, they, you look at their physical size, right? The intimidating presence, the right. barking, the clothing with the animal fur that they would just be, you know, chopping up deers and eating them raw. Do you know what I mean? But right. the fact that he says, "Oh, I'm a vegetarian," um, they're purists. They are now, and and the technology. Like it, it, it's the, the which we'll go into now in topics and stereotypes. Is it goes really deep, but like also Daniel said, it's something for everyone in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't see how kids would love this movie. Oh yeah, young kids of all ages, absolutely of all races would love this movie. Yeah, because it just gives them uh, an insight into a, a new Marvel universe that we haven't really seen before. Most of these Marvel movies are set in a big metropolitan city. Mm-hmm. Right, this is different. The music, the score, everything is different about yeah, this it felt, movie. It felt, it felt different, right? It and and I and I like the fact that it feels different. While it can live in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. it's distinctively different yeah. from everything else. And I think that's Agreed. what made it even better. I'm a, I'm I don't a, want it to be next to Iron Man. I'm I don't want try, it to be Thor. I'm, I'm going to try some of that grape juice or, or or lean he was drinking. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> eat meat and I don't drink. <laughs> so let's talk about the topics. So there's some. Interesting ones we raised before we're doing this podcast. Yeah. So, should we talk about absent fathers and yeah. secret children? Yeah. So, you know, in, in, in the film, um, I think the character that Sterling Brown plays is called Njobu. Right. Right. So, Njobu is T'Chaka or T'Chaka's brother. Yeah. T'chaka's he gets sent right. to America on some covert operation to right. kind of see what's going on. And Njobu ends up with an American mm. woman. Yeah. So, in T'Chaka's eyes, is like you've kind of gone to the other side. 
Right. You know, you're mixing, you're, you're contaminating the water. That's yeah. the best way to put it. Uh, and cut a long story short, Njobu gets killed by his own brother. Jocked up. Yeah. With, with the claw. With, with the claw. And do you know, I think it was in his left chest where his heart was. Yeah. So that's symbolic to me as well. He yeah. actually killed his own heart, which was, which wow. I think is quite deep. Um, but yeah, you know, so the son grows up to be uh, a man by the name of Killmonger. Killmonger. And yeah, he's, he's essentially kept a secret from Wakanda. Eric Killmonger. Eric Stevens is Steven, in the comic yeah, book, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Eric Killmonger. And he's essentially kept a secret. And uh, unfortunately, in in some of our communities, there are secret children. Yeah, Let's that, keep it real. It happens a lot. Um, it happens a lot. Um, you know, in Jamaica, there's a joke that, you know, um, <laughs> if, you have a, if you have a kid and, you know, you're not supposed to have a kid or you have a kid out of wedlock, then, you know, the mother pre-birth gets sent to the country. Wow. And then she just pops up a few years later with her child. It's a, it's a thing. Like... In 2018, it's a thing. People still having, you know, secret kids or, you know, kid goes to live with a family member and it's yeah. essentially, you know, kind of swept under the carpet. Um, but then you can see, especially in a film, how that can build up a sense of resentment. Right. And that sense of uh, discontentment because you either don't know where you're from mm. or you don't feel a part of where you're from. Right. And so you're always struggling and you have this anger towards the world, which is projected inwards, that kind of... It ends up making you a bit like Killmonger, yeah. right? So that absent father thing there is, is you know, he had a he his intention was good. The way he went about it was bad. Had he had the guidance or a strong male character in his life, but a, it's, it's it's weird because he was going to use Wakanda as a way to kind of channel his anger outwards. Yes, yes. Um, but there's a scene in the film as well. You know when he uh he walks towards the throne, yeah, to to take up his position. If you see the way he walks, it's just total just juxtaposition. Right. As opposed to T'Challa, who kind of walks head up. Right, stars. right, 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 right. This guy, you think he was a wrestler. But even like the way they, the, the tone of their voice mm. is, it's, there's a dichotomy in that, mm. right? So T'Challa is very, like you said, very calm, very yeah. regal. And Killmonger is just very raw. In hood. Your face, he was hood. Direct. Yeah, he was hood. He was hood. He was hood. It was like Nigel Byrne versus Chris Eubank all over again. <laughs> yeah, he was just he was just hood. He was hood. And then race, obviously, of, we could talk about that for I guess for days, but there, I think the race thing I want to talk about is the tribal mentality. Right. So one, there's this thing of going, we won't help others. Mm, right. That, that's key. And then there's this thing of. Well, we we've ne- like um, Mbaku said, you're like to to Chella towards the end. You're the first king to come visit us in our kingdom for right. ages, and now you want help. Yeah, that's powerful. And it also also what really hit me was the fact that Wakanda saw itself as separate. Yes, to everyone, to else. everyone else. Um, so a big theme in the film was that you know black people in America and all over the world are being oppressed. Yes, you have the science and technology to help, but you won't help. You won't. And you often find that in our communities that, you know, some, a family might be struggling over here. Like, you know, they might not have any food in the cupboard or, you know, they might not have any hot water. And we will know that, but we won't help them because they're on the other side. They're separate to us or, you know, they don't come from the same part as, of Jamaica as we do. Or they come from this island. It's called small island mentality. We have responsibility. See, this is the thing. Right? I, I was going to talk about this in another podcast, but I will now. Right. So when we have something like that where which you can spread and and help and educate we also have a responsibility to do that to Mm -hmm. spread that so other people can latch on other people gain new perspectives and other people can contribute to that but what happens is we become selfish as people we become selfish bro Mm. it's like you know when we were younger when we had heard something we didn't want anyone else to hear it like a rap album yeah. You wanted to be the only person who had that rap yeah. album, that cassette. Or you got a pair of trainers, he didn't want to tell anyone where you got, where it, you from. got it from. Yeah, yeah. People do that as stupid. Can't, like, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. People do that as silly with haircuts. They yeah. won't tell someone where they got their haircut from because they don't want their barber to have that. Or they don't they don't tell you where which DJ or the email address to send your your music to music because to. they might play your song instead. Right. Of or you don't want to give up your connect because yeah. you know, oh no, then that means you will take over. And that in itself is very much in in rooted in Wakanda, in, yeah. in in their philosophy of no, we can't help, and it takes someone like T'Challa to come and go. Hey, you know what? We need to be more inclusive here. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, there's that great scene which you raised earlier as well, which is he goes, "I'm buying the block, that building, that building, that building, that, was powerful and that building." Because that's the thing that you know ethnic communities always talk about is you can't. It's hard to have. It's hard to have a uh, control 
or influence rather. I don't yes. want to say control. Yes. It's hard to have influence when you don't own anything. You got to own. You got to own. Because when you own something, you have the say, you have a say over it. Um, you know, when you talk about, for example, you own your home. Yeah. You have a say what goes on in your home. Yes. So I really thought that was a powerful, powerful scene. And the fact that he's going to use, he was going to use those buildings to kind of teach people and empower people and stuff. It was, it was, it was dope. And I think it brought it back home because like for most of the movie, if not all of it, we are in Wakanda and surrounding areas, right? And then at the end, it brings it back to what we're doing it for. And right. It's those kids. Right. Those kids who are playing in the hood uh, or projects or estates, wherever you are in the world. And you're playing on this manky concrete basketball court with not even a net, just a hoop. Right. But and then you, brings- no- you notice in, in, the, in the original scene or the opening scene, yeah. it was a basket. Right. Like a milk crate. Right, right, exactly. But then at the end, it was like a proper net. Yeah. So it almost showed, okay, we're progressing. Right. But there's still more. There's still more. To do. And there's always that one kid who's going to be like, hey, is that is, that's you? But I think that kid's going to be important. See, yeah, I, absolutely. I felt like it was about the fact that Wakanda didn't, doesn't trust the rest of the world with vibranium. Because because of if vibranium gets into the hands of the rest of the world, what they're going to do with it. And that's because they already had that one bad experience with Claw. Yeah. And but that but that also says to me that's that's turning people's perceptions of Africa on its head. And the reason why I say is this yeah. because when I was growing up, you watch a news round. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Oftentimes, when I saw African kids on the TV, it was an like Oxfam advert, or they had flyers on their faces. You would think that oh, Africa, some rundown country with nothing there, mm-hmm. and that's how it always was. Mm-hmm. These guys had resources, resources that were highly desirable, right? And I also think, yeah, you're right in that, you know, we've got all these resources and it can be dangerous in the wrong hands. So I like the fact that it kind of told the other side that, hold on, we got to see Africa with the resources making use. The technology. part of Africa making use of the resources and still being in control and having influence over it. I thought that was dope. And and what, what they won't say now is a lot of governments and their forces are moving into Africa as we speak now. Yeah. Right? Because while the perception to the society is, you know, they need our help, they need clean water, which, you know, a lot of places do and a lot of other places in the world need as well. But actually, a lot of the forces in, in the Western world are moving in secretly. Well, not secretly because I'm telling you, but into Africa, into places in Africa for the resources as well, because that's the next spot. Middle East is one bit, Africa is mm. another. And that's, it's no secret. I mean, we've had, you know... The Dutch, the French, the English have, you know, in history, have been going to Africa during imperialism. But they're going back now. The forces are going back. Bases are being set up. And I should stop talking because I'm going to get screwed. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. It's, a, it's um, uh, an interesting point. But, but I, I, it was just cool to see... It was just cool to see the whole, the whole perception of Africa just turned on its head. Yeah. Technology was interesting to me. The, the whole idea of technology and where it can go and the futuristic nature of it, mm. right? So a lot of people watching it, we've got Iron Man, he's very futuristic and yeah. he's, you know, rich. Sh- sh- but... Shuri will put it on Tony Stark. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Stark does not want it with her. Right, right. I mean, they, they created suits to absorb kinetic energy. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be on the soundtrack. No. I've got, no, I've got to be. Speaking of the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack was right. The Kendrick Lamar. The score was incredible. The score of the movie was yeah, great. Yeah. I love the fact that during that car chase scene where they're trying to get Ulysses, Andy Circus, that they used um, Kendrick Lamar to almost... He was uh, narrating that with his music, yes. right? which I thought was great. You didn't like the... You, no. d- you don't like the soundtrack? No, I'm a big soundtrack connoisseur. Okay. Um, so my favourite soundtrack of all time is Soul in the Hole. Okay. Um, the basketball film. The film was trash. Soundtrack. Brown Sugar wasn't. What about Brown Sugar? No, 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 no. I, I know you're joking, but I'm being serious. Um, yo, the soundtrack. I think as a standalone album, if it wasn't a Black Panther album, like if it was, you know, damn two point five. Right. It would have been okay. Which it could have been. Yeah. Very well, could have been. Um, Kendrick's on every. Uh, I'm song. just not. I'm not a fan of. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of kind of single artist-driven soundtracks. Uh, you know, Isaac Hayes and uh, Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man. I'm into all of that stuff. Right. But, um, you know, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Try, and I'm into that soundtrack. I think it was right. really good. But, right. yeah, this one, it just, it was hard for me to watch Black Panther and then listen to the soundtrack and you're hearing the word nigger and 
it, it just it just it just didn't feel right. Okay. It, it it didn't it didn't feel right to me. Um, I would have preferred, or I think it would have been way more effective, had they gotten some more African artists. And when I say African artists, you know people like you know Wizkid, for example, right, or Jadena, right, those type of people, and given it a more worldly, inclusive Afro feel type feel. Yeah. yeah. That's just that's just my opinion, but there were some great songs on there. I can't remember them all off the top of my head. There's a young young lady, I think it's her name is Jorge Smith mm-hmm. or something like that. She mm-hmm. her song on the soundtrack was incredible. There's 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 some good songs on there. Um I do really like the video for uh The King's Dead, the J Rock um song. That's probably J-Rock. one of the bra- I I you know why I love that song? Because I'm a big J Rock fan. Oh, and J Rock's I, and I think, brilliant. I think this soundtrack is gonna really set up his album because he's he's on Interscope now. Yeah, yeah, no, but so, do, do you know like that song and the videos? Even I mean, streaming is streaming, right? So you can only make some you know money from streaming. But just to give you an indication, I think I read uh, on Twitter yesterday before that song had dropped, he had yeah, like I read this too, you know yeah, like yeah. a million stream or something. In a total, million followers, million followers, and yeah. now he's at nine million. Yeah. Or, like impact of that. So yeah, I mean, from a music perspective, we can go, hey. I don't know if it kind of complemented the movie as much, but the impact of what Kendrick can do to help artists. Yes. That that Drake effect. Also, there was a song on there with The Weeknd um, yes. and Kendrick. And I know I said The Weeknd is trash. It was a good song. I, uh, yes, good song. I liked it. Yeah, Pray For Me. Yeah, I liked and that, it. And that's it in that scene where they're in the, the kind of casino bit. Yeah. Play that scene. I, think it's a, I think it's a good song. I liked it. Okay. I'm not buying the soundtrack, though. I streamed it. I'm not buying it. And I buy everything, so... That tells you how I feel about it. Okay. So, before we went on air, uh, we were talking about characters. Yes. And I referred to them as black characters. Yes. You came back at me and said, well, no, I see them just as characters. Strong characters, but characters nonetheless. Yes, strong actors and actresses, but characters. Because mm-hmm. I think there's... I agree in, in your point of view, which I'm sure you express now, which is we don't have enough, Right. So we often fall in the trap of going, ah, that's a great black movie. That's a great black actor. That's a great black actress. Actually, they're actors and actresses. They deserve to be on the same level as the people that play Iron Man, Thor, and whatever superhero or whatever actor, Mm -hmm. because they earned that right, right? Being a screen actor is not easy. It's framing, it's marks, it's you've got to do the same scene over and over again, mm-hmm. different angles. There's a lot that goes into it. When it's produced and directed, it looks incredible and we don't think of those things. And there are green screens and they're not in the same, they're actually not in the Wakanda world, it's some sort of green screen and they have to I think act it, towards I think, it. I think the film was filmed in parts of Korea. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, but the, my point they is... They can't green screen that. that no, no, no. If no. that was a green screen, right. someone needs a raise. But my, my point is, my point is, we shouldn't... I feel now at this point we shouldn't just reduce them to their race and then followed by whether they're male or female. Mm. Because I, I think they earned the right. I feel you. Just to kind of give you some context as to why we tend to say, you know, black athlete or black actor. Um, it's just because on one hand, you know, it feels like there's not enough of us. Right. Um, we're not represented correctly as well. And, you know, oftentimes when we are represented or depicted in the media, it's often negative. Yeah, oh, you know, it's it's very it's very very negative. I uh, when I told people I was going to see Black Panther, I've never had so many people say to me, "Why are you going to see Black Panther?" No one asked me why am I going to see Star Wars. No one asked me why am I going to see um, the Craze. No one asked me. But I also think the fact that you had so many quote unquote black actors, a cast was predominantly black playing such strong characters, kind of got people's back up. And they didn't, yeah. you know. There was a, there was a, um, there was an interview. I think it was with Letitia Wright. Do not quote me again. Yeah. But they were, you know, the issue was, you know, is having a, a predominantly black cast problematic? Why would it be problematic? I agree, but that that's an issue. Why would it be? Lord of the Rings is a pretty much all white cast. It's lauded as one of the greatest movies yeah, of all but time. When you're talking about a, a, a certain people who have certain privilege, they're not kind of separate. They're not seen as separate. This is just. The, this is just another day. This is business as usual. But you know, for example, if 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 uh, Black Panther um, was set in India and had a, a predominantly Indian cast, you tindering that? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, 
I would assume they'd be called Indian actors or Indian characters. Yeah, they would, they would, they would. They would, they would, they would they're called Bollywood actors. Maybe we need to get to a point in the world where having a predominantly black cast is no longer a selling point. It's just life. It is. I, it's just it's just the norm. And I think maybe I'm getting ahead of myself because I completely agree with what you're saying. I think we're just getting ahead. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. When things are rare, they're special and they'll be spoken of as such. Wow. Yeah. It's Let rare. that breathe. Because we do it in rap. Female MCs. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. I, re- I really don't. I'm guilty of it. I've done it in the past. I've done it. Female MCs. But MCs. Yeah, I hate stupid, that term. And- what kind of stupid term? <sighs> Summit, what kind of stupid person you have to be to go, MCs? And what's mad is when, you, when, when the, the MCs who happen to be female yeah. turn around and say, I rap better than most dudes. I'm like, you're just stereotyping yourself again. Like when I hear Remy rap, when I hear Rhapsody, Jean Grey, right. MC Light, Lativa, I don't think female MC. I, no. really, I really don't. No. See, I love Rhapsody and I'm biased, so I don't care. But I love Rhapsody. Same but, here. but she has rapped with some of the best arguably ever and we were still people will still call her a female MC. She she did a song with uh, uh, Evidence and Styles B. Right, and she got she got she got busy. Yeah, she got she did a song with Black Thought, bro. Yeah. Like, look at the but she's not flex, she's, the flex freestyle and Black Thought. Said, oh, now we remember Black Thought was a great yeah. MC. She's not on the Elzai album though because yeah, she don't want no smoke with Elzai. No, no, no. Yeah, she could she could bring some smoke with Elzai. No, I need to listen to that because I like she, Crisis. Yeah, and she she don't want no Elzai is different Elzai. though. No, Elzai is different. He's 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 an alien. Yeah, she don't want no smoke at Elzai. But I hear, I hear your point, and um, yeah, just hopefully we can just get to a point in the in the world where you know we don't have to say black show. I don't want to. I personally don't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you, I, 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 I take it. your point. I take your point. It's just I that you know it. when we have you know things like this are quite special and quite rare, and you know when you look at cultural appropriation and all that kind of stuff, it's important for us to claim and own something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. make them sound like possessions, but that's, no, a, that's no. it's an important we, thing to us. What uh, what we haven't mentioned, which has warmed my heart since we've got in here, was the fact that we were getting go get some water and stuff, right? And we're crossing the road of the traffic lights, and we're talking about Black Panther, right? And this doesn't this very rarely happens to me. Like we talk about Star Wars, Goodfellas, any of the quote unquote classic movies ever. If we talk about this, no one would give a toss, right? So we're talking about Black Panther, and a lady at the traffic lights stops us and goes, I love the conversation you're having. Mm. My kid has got the costume and everything. I just want to let you know that I love the conversation you're having. Yeah. When was the last time you had that when any movie ever? No one was going to do that. We live in London. People just keep their head down and do it. Yeah. But it's evoking a certain emotion yeah. in everyone. And it's also like the fact that she could just stop us. Yeah. And, and felt comfortable. And I grew up in Kensal Rise. Um, you know, not gentrified Kensal Rise. I'm from the real Kensal Rise. And I remember being able to walk past someone and say hello. Or say good morning. They would respond. It's just being polite and being, right, right, being right. neighborly. Right. Um. And what that lady said to us just before reminded me of that. The fact that you know we can now have conversations with people that we've never met before and talk about this film. And you know when she talked about my son, he has all the costumes and stuff. You could see that glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made when her feel happy. Yeah. It made her feel empowered. Right. And and and, yeah. and also because like oftentimes young kids, when it's time to dress up as a superhero, let's keep it real. You know, oftentimes it's Batman. Superman, but now young ethnic kids or young black kids have a, have an option. I, I want to be like T'Challa. Yeah. Or what about I, the Asian kids though, Chris? What about them? They what can, they have? They can be like T'Challa. <laughs> they can be like T'Challa. It's all good. It's, <laughs> it's all good. Someone's probably saying now, but it's, it's all what, good. They're going to change them to uh, not T'Challa, but to Jinder. No, no. Is I'm that what good. I do? I'm to Jinder. I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems. I keep no, telling you. No, honestly, I want honestly. no problems. Honestly, it's it's good. It empowers people. Yeah, it, it does. And you know, if it empowers the kids, you know, if they want to grow up and be like T'Challa, rock on. Yeah, and the other thing is, it sparks conversation. And from there, we can gain understanding. Not just any conversation, constructive conversation. Yes. Because we live in a world, you go on Twitter, everybody's talking. Everyone's got something to say. Mm. Come on. Everyone, yeah. That's fine. But now that leads on to the hopes. Yes. What hopes for the sequel? What hopes do we have for this movie? You know, what hopes do we have for some of the characters in Black Panther to live on for further? Because now this has been a commercial success. Yeah. Not just a critical success in terms of people loving the movie, but now it's a commercial success. People have paid with their money, and studios always love that. So yeah. what are the hopes that we have now? For me, um, f- in terms of a, a film franchise, there's obviously going to be a sequel. Um, yes. Chadwick Boseman. Um, Darnell corrected me before. Mm-hmm. I said Chadman Boswick <laughs> um, with my dyslexic self. Um, so yeah, Chad, 
Chadwick Boseman has signed on for five films. So oh, I don't, what, I, black, five Black Panther? I don't know if it's Black Panther films because he was in the Avengers as well. Oh, okay, he's so done, he might be, yeah. He's yeah. done for five films. As a sequel, if there was, you know, to be Black Panther 2, you know, Wakanda is on fire. Right. Um, I'd love to see Killmonger come back. Yeah? Because he does come back to life. and he's, He is brought back to life in, in the comic book. Yeah. So he drinks the lean. Does he have a styrofoam cup? He poured up. He was pouring up wow. in the comic book, right? So they brought him back to life. So I would love to see if they could bring him back to life because his exit from the film mm-hmm. gave me chills. And I, I just want to read what he said. He said when he was on his deathbed yeah, and T'Challa said, you know, we can heal you. And then he was like, heal me. I'm paraphrasing. I said, heal me for what? You're just going to put me in jail yeah. afterwards. And he said, and this is the, and this is the ill part, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships because they knew death was better than bondage. I do not know if there was a more powerful line in that home field, in the whole film. I literally sat there and my words were, yo. It was a powerful moment. It gave me the chills. Yeah. I don't know who signed off on that. But then thinking about the cinematography and, and the way they, how that is juxtapositioned. With the sunrise. With the sunrise. And also because his dad told him that Wakanda was the most beautiful place with the most beautiful sunrises and sunsets. And he actually, he actually got to see that to me it was almost you know like at the end of star wars with darth vader comes good again Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that yeah yeah but it was i think just the 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 themes that it was trying to pull out at that point which is a sun rises again it's a new day beautiful it's you know he's he's humbled himself enough he's he's accepted you know who he was uh and now he now now he now has to leave this world he went out like a g yeah, he did. Basically, you know what? The, you he know didn't what the, go out like Wallace. <laughs> no, no, no. Big yo, Wallace was like, yo, yo, we, 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 we niggas though. <laughs> nah, no way, no way. Yo, no you way. today are potty mouth today. today I'm, just, I, I'm quoting. Nah, I'm, I ain't potty mouth. You no, potty mouth. I'm today. quoting though. I'm quoting. You just swear, you know, when you're ordering some food. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's true, actually. But I do. I'm just quoting a line. Yo, can um, I have some goddamn mu- beer? <laughs> um, but as a sequel for Black Panther, what I would love to see, and I think this is where it's gonna go, at the end when T'Challa. You know, does his little freestyle for the uh, yeah, yeah, United yeah. Nations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone in that crowd, yeah, we're going to go to Wakanda and bleed this place dry, <laughs> right? Part two. We all know what happened yeah, in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. went over there, yeah, yeah, took yeah. people out and took everything. Try it again in Black Panther 2. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you... we got lasers now, bro. Nah, what you think? What you think it is? What slingshots and stones? No. We got lasers, spears we were, and that. Bruh, we Even were, this spear game is like next level. We will light them up. Oh! Forgot the. Do you know um, the guy who play uh, the the guy who's in Get Out, Daniel? Amazing. What's his name? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. He was so funny. What's his name in in, in Black uh, Panther? Wakabi or something? Wakabi. Wakabi. I'm thinking Wasabi. No, no. Why are you being racist for? No, because it's it's Wakabi. No, why are you being racist not, for? I'm pretty sure it's Wakabi. You know what? You're right. Ah. Right. But you know what? He's got the. He's gonna be a meme one day. But you, his but, face of disappointment. Did but, you see it? Yeah, no. But did you see that bit where he gets off uh, his uh, the the animals on the rhino. Yes. And then he says, "You're gonna kill me." And who's the? Who, I see. I'm bad with names, right? The lady. The, the lady. A, she a, was Akoye. Akoye. Yo, she was. She was serious. Hell. Yeah, she was serious because she, she said, "She said I will kill you." She she came with that, you know. She's that goon. She's a goon. Oh yeah, she's loyal to Wakanda. She's a goon. Yeah. But I love that bit where he goes, you, you, "You, my love, you're gonna kill me." She was like, and she went for Wakanda. Yeah, Psh, yeah, yo, I love yeah. it. Yeah, loyal to a fault. Yeah, that shit hit me. In my yeah, heart, yeah. She was. I liked. I don't know what her. I don't know what her real name is, but I like. I like her. I like her a lot. And I also think it was important the fact that three women took on um, Killmonger. Yeah, that was real. You get to see that female unity often with. But- because a lot of black women say that in certain films they see black women are portrayed as angry, can't get on, don't unify. But that scene just blew all. Nah, nah. But but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really ignorant right now and just say well not ignorant but just be like I'm gonna let you have that. But I'm also gonna say that it reminded me of um, Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor fighting Darth Maul. Um, yeah, I can see why you say and, that. And and they got. They got murked. Oh yeah, no Darth, but Darth Maul weren't no. He was, he was nothing. Darth Maul is, I think, outside of Darth Vader. You see his grill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of Darth Vader, Darth Maul's the best villain. Yeah, he yeah. was, he was yeah. scary. Yeah, no, absolutely. But that, but that, that scene with Killmonger, uh, and 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 the Wakandians. Can I say that? Is that Wakandans. Wakandans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Black Panther two. It's it's coming. Okay. Um, okay. In terms of my hopes for the film, I, I just hope it's bigger and better, and it touches on some of the it explores some of the other yeah. uh, themes in the themes. in the film. As a community, as a people, I just hope that we are reminded that our stories have value. Yeah. And um, we don't. We are superheroes. I think when you can survive any type of adversity, or when the odds are stacked against you, and you can progress and prosper, mm-hmm. I think you're. I think you're a superhero. And I also think it's good for the young kids to 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 see it as well. Um, it's great in terms of science and technology. I think it's going to spark some new interest yeah. in those areas. And I think we'll have some young ethnic children exploring these themes um, and these subjects no longer just as a you know mum and dad say you need to do the sciences and get into this stuff. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a choice. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's just a reminder of our spending power as well that you know. Whatever we believe in and want to support, it's up to us to make it a success. And the fact that, you know, we, we live in a world where money talks. Yes. So if we want to see more of these things, we've got to, yeah. We have to show people that it will sell. Supply and demand. If it will sell, they will make it. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, um, we've got Will Packer, who's making some really good movies, some lighthearted movies, very easy to watch movies. Uh, and we've got uh, Ryan. Is his name Ryan? The, the writer of um, Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. We've got him now. So there's slightly a ray, mm. and we'll get more and more, and it will inspire more screenwriters, more directors. Absolutely. It made, it um, made me want to start acting again. No, it, it was great. So I, I want to be in Black Panther too. No. I'm going to be, um, what's it, Mbaku. You're not getting be, in the soundtrack. Uncle. You're not getting in the movie. You're just going to sit here with me. This is right, what you see, you're reduced you see, to. You see, Mr. We progress together. No, yeah, you're, you're re- shooting <laughs> down the dream, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You ain't going to do nothing. You're here with me, yeah? You're here with me, bro. That's your life now. So here's, here's a question before we wrap up. Go on, go on. A few episodes ago, yes. I said Wakanda or Zamunda. Yeah. Now you've seen the film. Where would you go? Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda. No, hands down. Wakanda hands all day. Hands like, down, hands like, down. Zamunda's cool. Zamunda's, Zamunda's cool, but Zamunda didn't stir up emotions in me. But Zamunda's a nice holiday destination. Yeah, I true think, that. I think I'd live in Zamunda and then commute for work to Wakanda. Wow. Yo, your man, your man Darnell, yo. He always takes it to the next level. It does, not it? I'm Why? going to be real with you. I'm staying in Wakanda. What is it? Yeah, I'm staying Wakanda. in Wakanda. Wakanda. They got lasers out there, bro. I'm going to India. Of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. Okay. Let's, you would. let's wrap this up. Um, let's thank uh, everyone at Click Productions. Man like Darnell. Yeah, man like Darnell, always in the background, chiming in with his nuggets and gems of information. We appreciate you, man. We didn't mention Draper today. I'm very upset. No, because we actually had something worthwhile to say. Wow, I'm keeping that in. I'm not letting that <laughs> run. <laughs> Shout out to Draper. No we love you, man. No one's asked. Well, some people have that know me and Draper. It's like, why do we keep mentioning Draper? But no one else has asked. Like, random people that we don't know have not asked who Draper is. Oh, we okay. need you to ask who Draper is so we can get a campaign. Hashtag pray for Draper. One, one day we're going to... <laughs> One day we're going to get Draper up here. One day, one day. Yeah, He's yeah. going to put hands on you one day, bro. No, he is. Hands and feet. I told him to come today. Anyway. So, yeah. Make sure you follow us uh, on um, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Break the Atoms is the handle. SoundCloud.com forward slash Break and the Atoms. And reviews. And iTunes. We are on iTunes yeah. still. Shout We're... out to everyone who's left reviews yes. saying how great we are. Yes. Um, someone wrote that we are the best new podcast of 2018. That's great. And I would like to agree. I will pay them later. Oh, wow. No, don't say that. Because <laughs> you know, iTunes might actually think up. No, but no, we, you know, rate, uh, make sure you subscribe and make sure you review. That helps us immensely. We appreciate all the support, all the feedback. Please make it public as well. Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever.